Hi, everyone. This is Carolyn from Second Serve. Who is excited about the French Open? The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris, and you can watch every court live on Tennis Channel Plus. You can watch it on your phone or smart TV live in HD. So you can watch it at work or while you're waiting in your kid's carpool line. Live coverage begins Monday, May 20th. You can be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. Hi, this is Carolyn, and Erin is here with me. And one of our good friends asked us why people sometimes flip the courts. So we thought it would be fun to do an episode about it. So Erin, can you tell us what flipping the courts even means and why people sometimes do it for maybe the spring season? When you flip courts, so the spring is a season that goes on to states and then sectionals or some some regions call it um, call it something different, not states. And then you could go on to sectionals, you could go on to nationals. And so what some captains do, and I used to do this at the lower levels, I don't do it anymore, almost ever at all. Um, at the lower levels, there was a strategy to sometimes not necessarily put your strongest doubles team necessarily on doubles one. Um, so you have doubles one, doubles two, doubles three. So sometimes if you knew for some reason you couldn't win like all the courts, you could strategize as a captain and figure out where to put your players based on where you think your opponents are going to put their players. So if you think that the that your opponent is going to play straight up, which is, you know, putting all the players in order of their uh, strength of play, right? So like you put your strongest player on one, your next player on two. If you as an opposing captain think you can sort of work strategy wise and maybe flip your courts, that's what we call flip court, you know, flipping the courts. Um, then singles is a little bit tough because there's only two courts to work with. But when you get to your doubles courts, a lot of times people would put like their doubles one on two as opposed to putting them on one. Um, So then what happens is, so let's say you load it up with your doubles one on two, your doubles two players on three, and then you kind of, and I hate the term throw a court, but put your weakest doubles players on one. And a lot of times people think, you know, they they call themselves the sacrificial lamb. Some people don't care. I am a player that if I was on a team, if we were flipping courts and I was put as a weaker player on a higher court, if it means a team win and that we're going to go on to the next round of playoffs or possibly go on to states, I personally don't care. Some people just want to play where they feel most comfortable playing. And so you really have to feel out your team and you have to kind of know your players. If someone's going to get really upset with you as a captain, if they feel like they're being thrown, you know, um, then that may be an issue. But if your goal is really to just get to states, and this happens a lot at states. Yes. um, More so, I think, than in local play, at least in our area. Um, Carolyn is shaking her head. Yes. Yes, I agree that it happens a lot. Yes. Yeah. Especially at States, if you have, you know, scouted the teams that you're playing and you kind of feel like you know where they're going to put their best players or, you know, there's some teams that flip all the time. And so you can kind of just work that to your advantage. Uh, So we went to States a couple years ago and I felt really bad. Our, um, my partner and I were doubles one and, 
every single team we faced, we never fa- we we never nobody ever put their doubles one against us. Not that I think it was like they were trying to avoid us. They just constantly flipped their courts. Right. So it was frustrating for my partner and I, and it was frustrating more so for our teammates. Our doubles two pair faced doubles one almost every single time. They were exhausted by the end of the tournament because they had matches that went you know, three sets. And I mean, consistently, my partner and I would sometimes be done in like 45 minutes, and then just be watching. So um, that was, you know, for us, it wasn't a very competitive weekend, unfortunately, because everyone else kept flipping on us, we kept playing straight up, which I guess, you know, in hindsight, I guess at some point, we should have flipped, but a lot of people do it at states. Um, So that's the general, you know, idea behind it. I will say I have heard from people in different regions of the country. For instance, um, in the Northeast, I have heard this may be a rumor, but I've heard it more than a few times. There are some leagues, local leagues, that you are not allowed to, quote, flip courts. You play straight up, um, and that is the rule. And I think if people are caught, you know, trying to use that strategy to win a match, they're penalized for it somehow. So I understand that teams flip courts a lot of times at states or at sectionals. Do you think there's ever a time when teams shouldn't flip courts? There are several times during the year that you play leagues that don't go on to um, playoffs or they, they just don't, they don't move on from your local level, right. at least in our area. So in that case, I would never flip courts in that case. And the reason is if you are not going for, postseason, if you're not going for playoffs, if you're not going for a bag tag, if you're not going to go out of town and compete against other areas, there is no reason whatsoever in my mind as a captain to flip courts. And the reason I say that is because in those seasons, I think that you should put people on courts where they will be the most successful. Not necessarily they will win their match or you're going to win it as a team. Like, you know, let's take singles, for instance, fall singles, in our area, doesn't go on to states. So in the fall, people should play where they are best suited. So your strongest player should be on one, your next should be on two, your next should be on three. And the reason is because if you're trying to just win your local league in those uh, seasons, you're not doing what's best for your players. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, do you get a towel at the end? I'm just kidding. No, I don't think you, you don't do that. even get you a might, towel. <laughs> I would, I would buy someone a small hand towel for them not to flip courts <laughs> in that because yes, it just yeah. doesn't do anyone. It, it doesn't do anyone any good because if you think, let's say you take your strongest singles player and you put them on two or three. Let's say you put them on three for some really strange reason. It doesn't help that person, and it doesn't help the poor person that they're playing that doesn't have a fighting chance whatsoever. And neither one of them are getting good tennis. And in my opinion, in those situations where you're not going on to anything beyond your local level, I think you should play straight up because it gives everyone on each court the best tennis that they can get. Whether they win or lose is not, you know, in anyone's control but their own, but it gives them the chance at the best tennis. Right, right. I feel very strongly about that. (laughs) Because we're not playing adult recreational tennis for money or for fame or for getting on TV. Like there's nothing there, but I, I would hope, but to get better, to get exercise, to be social, to, you know, whatever you're in, in it for, I think, um, 
you should leave people where they belong in those seasons. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Okay, so Aaron, do you think it's ethical to flip? Ethical, yes. I mean, you can do it all you want. Um, and it just depends on the team. I, as a captain, do not feel right putting a court three on a court one. That's Would just you put me. them on a court two. Some people. Okay. Yeah. Court okay. two. Yeah. Because you know what? Some people just get nervous where they're playing. Okay. You know, so you're you're okay with a one. little flip, just not a big flip. I'm like, yeah, mini, <laughs> flips. mini flips. Okay. Mini flips. So, yeah. so yes, it's ethical. And I guess before you said, is it strategic? Yes, it's strategic. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I would love to hear from people from all over the country, you know, from different regions, because we know what happens here. But I would love to know, you know, what happens in the Midwest? What happens in... California, what happens, you know, is it true in the Northeast that you have to play straight up? I wonder if that's just like a club thing or if somebody, you know, like that region has come up with a rule. I'm not sure, but I would love to know that or research. Yeah. It. And if they do have to play straight up, how do they enforce it? Like, what do they look at? Is it just that you have to be like, you can't put a rating below you on a higher court or something? Like, how do right. they do that? That would, that would be really interesting. Right. Thanks very much to Aaron for discussing this tonight. I have found that it states it seems that teams flip a ton and it seems to be effective too, um, but it is always hard if you are the one being sacrificed. Also, let us know if you agree with Aaron for a season that you don't advance past your local league that you shouldn't flip in that situation. Let us know what you think. Um, you can message us on our Facebook page, which is Second Serve Podcast, or email us at secondservetennis at yahoo.com. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the courts soon. Hey, Second Serve listeners, this is Erin. Carolyn and I are so excited that the second slam of the year is happening this month. The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the French Open, and Tennis Channel Plus is the place to watch it. Tennis Channel Plus brings you courtside with three weeks of unparalleled access, and they do this with every single court live. Watch on your phone, your smart TV in HD, or like I do, on my iPad while I'm sitting at my desk working all day. I love to flip around to different matches on Tennis Channel Plus to see my favorite players in action. Don't miss your favorite tennis legends battle a new generation of talent and watch exciting new rivalries emerge on the historic clay courts of Roland Garros. If Carolyn and I can't be in Paris in person, at least we can watch all the matches on Tennis Channel Plus. Daily coverage begins on Monday, May 20th. Be there when it happens with Tennis Channel Plus. I know I will be. 